As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Sift Spoil. We're going to go over the, all the hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post-credit sequences. They all die. From Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Uh, Andrew, I, I got to start with you, buddy. Yes. How is how how is one of these uh, post-credit scenes amazing and the other one terrible? I, I'm very confused. Okay, let's go over these. The first mid-credit scene, we see the Coliseum of Kang. You know, all the uh, Kangs. All, all the, the Kangs. Kangs. Just um, really hitting home how none of this matters. Uh, yeah. But yes. Um, and that's the one I didn't like. Uh, okay. I was looking at uh, Ramses and uh, uh, Rama and uh, you know all these different versions. Of and they all look like they just went to... Uh, uh, what's that? I, I party Hollywood or a uh, Halloween party yeah. or party land. Yeah. Whatever that yeah, place. They, they, they just they went, went to like an I party store and just grabbed a bunch of $20 costumes off the shelf. I'm, exactly I'll be a magician. You can be a cowboy. Yeah. And then they, they pan to the crowd and I know that it's a very iconic scene from the comics to see in this Coliseum of Kings all hooting and hollering, but it's just, it felt out of place and weird because every single iteration to this point we'd seen of the Kangs, they're all stoic and calm. And while they may have a uh, uh, ulterior motives and stuff like that, they all have that same demeanor. But when it went to pan that whole Coliseum and you just see them going, you know, they're just going crazy shouting at nothing. It, it just it felt weird and out of place. Well, you said then, all the Kangs we've seen up until now, we've only seen two. Five. And one of them, one of them, we didn't even I'm call bad. him Kang. <laughs> Wait, yeah. who, who are the other three? Okay, so we saw uh, uh, the He Who Remains, which is the one from Loki. Now we've seen Kang the Conqueror. And then very briefly, we saw the Ramses Kang, the Kang Prime, and... Uh, I forget when did who the we, other. When did we? Was this in? Right, in, we're, 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 we see them in this mid-credit scene. So, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking I'm saying, up until the credits. We had only ever known two of them. Two up until that credits, but then yeah, we're introduced okay. to three more, and they were both all three, you know, stoic and calm. Yeah, and yeah. then it cuts to this coliseum, and then you just have like a 
10,000 Kangs going nuts over nothing. Why? Because they're all in the same Coliseum? Good for you. Uh, then hmm. there's the other post credit scene, and I like it just because Loki's in it, and Owen Wilson. Well, the 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 final post credit scene uh, is kind of a nice bookend for the fact that Kang made his first appearance in Loki, and now we kind of have another first, unless I'm forgetting something, which is basically a, a TV show appearance, TV in a show movie. episode, uh, you know, pr- tease preview in the the post credits. So I think really we got, I think we got a TV. Uh, in Black Widow, because that's when Julie Louise Dreyfus showed up at her grave at the end, right? Wasn't that a time for the TV shows? Maybe I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I think you're right. Who, I think who you're right. can keep track of this stuff? There's 38 <laughs> properties, and they each have sure. three credit scenes. Wild. Um, uh, I, I will say this: uh, of of the, I was opening night in a, in a pretty crowded theater. The biggest cheer of the entire night was seeing Owen Wilson. And I feel like that's not a good sign for your movie when people are more <laughs> excited about the TV commercial at the end of it than the movie itself. And wow. I was, I was to be fair, I was like, yes, I, Loki was good. I want more of this. This is a good show. Less you know, of I've whatever st- I suffered through. <laughs> since I've started going to like the Alamo Drafthouse and stuff, I haven't really been in a theater that like hoots and hollers or anything anymore. No, because I mean, the neighbor I, will snitch on you. Yeah. You gotta go. You <laughs> they, gotta go back to the riffraff. They literally encourage like your your neighbor to snitch on you if you're being too loud. You gotta go down to the downtown theater where they just let any riffraff in, like me. Um, <laughs> it was great. I actually we had one guy in the back row that started a slow clap at the end, and nobody was joining in. And I'm like, dude, it wasn't that good. All right, nobody else applauded. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about just a couple other things, and yeah. I don't think we have to like you know take this forever long, but anything we want to talk about specifically, we can. Uh, Corey Stoll's Modoc is is Corey Stoll, who I just got finished binging the last season of Billions, is great in Billions, and is so like you know Mister uh, put together, competent. You know, it was just so weird to to see Corey Stoll as as Modoc uh, for that reason as well as others. Um, that's not where I was going to go though. Uh, I, I was going to ask a question. So uh, are we supposed to believe that Kang the Conqueror is dead and that just other Kangs are going to come now or is Kang the Conqueror still going to be our big bad? So I think, and correct me if you guys. Great question. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, correct me if you guys think I'm wrong, but I think they killed the wrong Kang. I think that's the, uh. The message of this movie is he was the one who knew what the others were going to do. And I think that that's what they say at the very end. Like, Ant-Man is, like, rec- uh, you know, going over the events in his head. Like, oh, my God, did I kill the wrong one? Did I uh, did I accidentally doom the world by stopping this one king? It's because this one king, he was trying to get out of quantum mania to stop this coliseum of kings. He was uh, banished because he was a good one and now he was doing whatever it took he's to not get a good one his- the movie no, no. is very clear he's not a good one <laughs> until the very end until the very end i think at the very end we realized oh crap he was a good one he was just doing whatever it took to get out of here to save the multiverse like he does, this he does like uh pathologically terrible things in this movie there's nothing there's nothing he was good all along. That's no, certainly okay. not something the movie is saying. Actually, did did he do think... anything in this movie that was like super bad? Do we see him kick a dog at any point in this movie? <laughs> no, I I'm mentioned 100%. the movie was forgettable. It hasn't even been 24 hours, and I genuinely don't remember if Kang at any point 
kicks a dog or does something, you know, heinous. I mean, he kills several characters, but yeah. I mean, well, who cares? Who him? They have names. These characters are nobody's. I think, is this like the... the what I couldn't talk about in the main show, I thought that this what is what we were going to be talking about in the Sif spoil, is that he was the good king. I don't, I don't know. I honestly didn't get that impression, but like you could really? be right. I, I, I don't thought that know. was the big thing in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think the movie's saying that. Um, really? But, yeah. I think yeah. they were saying that we have he was st- of all of the Kang Coliseum. He was the worst one, so they kicked him out. Yeah. So he was he was the absolute worst, uh, you know. He was he was the worst kid in the family, and they kicked him out, and he tried to He's take the over. Conqueror. He was, he was talking to he was talking to Hope about, uh, you know, killing entire civilizations in like ending timelines and all that stuff. Yeah, they talked about it, but they didn't really show him do anything. He just he shot some people with a laser at the end in a crowd. He did this move, and he, and he mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Wait. This is this is a really big thing right here, and we can't just skip this. So <laughs> you guys didn't get at the end of this movie that this version of Kang was actually a good guy. No, not Absolutely at all. Absolutely not. That is not my Compared, impression at all. I mean, like, yeah, he was bad, but like a he was evil? he was on his he was trying to stop something way worse, and he I was doing that. whatever. I thought he was what was worse. He was what yeah. Was, he was the way worse. But I think at the very end of the movie, don't they say like he was like he was like post, you mean in the mid credit scene? No, 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 no. At the end of the movie, whenever he's talking Wait, Paul's, to Paul's uh, narrating, Paul Rogers when Paul's little, no, even before career. that, whenever uh, before while they're still in the quantum realm, like he was talking about. You don't understand. Uh, the others are the bad ones, and they banished me because I knew what they were trying to do. So I was trying to stop them. I, that and just felt I, like posturing from someone about to be yeah, defeated. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was Kang's whole thing, uh, because that's that's what the one who remains says as well. Like, they all say that. Like, they're all like, you know, they all think they're the quote-unquote, you know, uh, righteous one or whatever, even though they're all doing terrible things. I also oh, just got whoa. the impression that everyone Jonathan Majors plays is evil. And that right. they're all just completely interchangeable. My interpretation is this particular character is dead, and we'll get a new version of him in the next film. And if he if he's omnipotent, if he knows about the events of this movie, great. If he doesn't, I don't know that it even matters that he has or has not met this version of Scott Lang before. Whoa, this is wild. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why Aaron and I didn't like it as much as you did. I don't know. I, listen, I know he's killed a Thor. No, this or at is least a, he said he did. This is a total Kaiser Soze ending, guys. <laughs> I, I, it's fine for you to see it that way. I don't think the I don't think the movie clearly sees it that way. Yeah, that's something to look out for on a rewatch. But I don't like, know you that can I interpret. Like I don't I don't blame re-watch. you for no, I, no no. There's the difference between theory, in, but that's not <laughs> like it's not text. I I think that yeah, there's a huge difference between you know uh, fan uh, theories and then what the movie's actually saying. And I'm not trying to do a fan theory here. I think this is actually what the movie was trying to say. <laughs> I, I think that is a, a, a very admirable interpretation. I disagree with it. I, I hope you're right because that's interesting. The movie that I got, the movie that I interpreted was so bland and paint by numbers and it copped out. And I, this is something I wanted to get back to. I, I alluded to it in the show proper that at the end, there's that great line from Ant-Man that was in the trailer, unfortunately, where he says, I don't have to win. We just both have to lose. And then he does win. 
Oh my gosh, what a dumb decision. If this movie had the balls to either kill Ant-Man or keep him in the quantum realm. Which is where I thought they were going to go. I really thought Ant-Man like, was going to die in this that movie. That would have been like, oh, that actually, that's meaningful. He gave up his daughter again for the third time. He gave up the one thing he wants to save the universe and banished himself to the quantum realm. He, he cut out his only way out of this place. That would have been meaningful. It would have been emotional. And then, then it was just like, oh, actually, it turns out, doop, 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 Cassie hit three buttons on a keyboard and she opened a portal in their home. Like, oh, okay. Like, it was just, it was such a a, a pointless misdirect that they, they set it up. They this, this little dangle of an idea like, hey, what if, what if he didn't make it out? Oh, he did. <laughs> and they didn't even let us sit with, like, it was a decision they didn't even let us ruminate in for more than, I want to say, a minute. None, yeah. like, 60 seconds goes by and it's like, oh, they might actually do this. Nope, they're not going to. Aaron, did you did you feel the same way about that kind of uh, two way ending? I felt like it was. I again, it, yes. I I was like, oh, you know, um, this is you know, Chewbacca dies all over again. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the just movies that just have just do something to make an impact on the audience and then immediately reverse it. Like that's always annoying to me. I you know, I don't, I don't like it. But to me, there's a greater problem, which is nothing matters anyway. Even if they were stuck in the quantum realm, they could just go grab another Scott Lane from some right, somewhere. or they could just find yeah. a way back into the quantum realm and rescue this one. It, it's interesting uh, when I was writing my review last night that in each of the three Ant Man movies and Endgame, they enter the quantum realm in a different way each time. And and like, am I supposed to? Are there rules to this? Because in the first movie, he just keeps shrinking, right? In the second movie, mm-hmm. they have to open a big tunnel. In Endgame, they put the tunnel in a van. In this movie, they have a portal on a desk. Okay, so each time it's different. Does that change anything with how they land? Is that why in this movie they found an extra civilization, whereas in past movies they just found that liminal void of, uh, you know, screensaver imagery? Like, I don't, does any of that matter? Each time they enter the quantum realm, it's from a different way. Like, I'll say this. I don't know. <laughs> The sooner the living tribunal shows up and says, you're all cut off from the multiverse. Everybody is staying in their own universe from now on. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think the sooner that happens, the better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree. I think in doses, uh, Spider-Verse, um, certainly No Way Home, everything all at once, Days of Future Past. These movies have figured out how to tell compelling and interesting stories with the multiverse. Marvel, with the exception of No Way Home, I don't think has really figured out a way to do it in no. a way that's interesting. Because they, they, I feel like they totally botched it with with Doctor Strange. They had a chance to show us an entire multiverse of madness, and we got two. We got two universes. Wow. And and this movie, we just got. Is it even another? Is it another universe, or is it just a different level of our universe? I'm not actually. It's sure a different about level that. of our universe. Right. So in the multiverse, does each individual it's a pocket, universe also... It's a pocket does, universe. So. Does, does each universe have its own quantum realm beneath it? Is it just infinite times two? I well, this know. this was an engineered universe. Didn't they say that? Like the quantum know. realm was an engineered universe? I have no idea. I don't, I don't either. I thought, All I I thought Kang was, was a bad guy. What do I know? Hey, no, I'm t- if I'm wrong, I'm trying to understand the movie. I'm not trying to start a fan theory or a fight or anything. No, I like I'm like, this it's is interesting. Seriously, like, why I left the theater going, wow, that was really crazy. They pulled Kaiser's Soze on me. How about that? 
Yeah, no, I didn't. The reverse, the reverse Kaiser. Yeah. Yep. Best part of this movie was all the stuff before they went into the quantum realm. The first, <laughs> the first five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. When when um, when Cassie calls Michael Douglas grandpa, I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And then the movie ruined it because they, they they never developed that relationship at all. After that, they never have a scene. We didn't talk about any of the actual ant stuff, which I felt was- Which was awesome. That was great. It was really cool, but but yeah. That was like an Ant-Man movie without ants would have been even more upsetting than Ant-Man without, you know, Pez dispensers or Hot Wheels and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's all super nonsense and convenient, but it's, you know, you know, whatever. It is what it is. We didn't talk about Bill Murray. Uh, what a throwaway. That was just pointless. He's barely in it. Lot, Same with, of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harper uh, from... Uh, from The Good Place. From The Good mm-hmm. Place, yeah. Is it Jeremy yeah. or Jason? I forget. I forget. I'm sorry, but yeah, uh, him. Uh, yeah, underutilated. I mean, yeah, he was, good for laughs. he was good for laughs, but a lot did, of these did, characters in this I'll, movie I'll don't ask, add I'll anything. I'll ask this earnestly, without cheating... Did his character, the Blob or the Freedom Fighter Lady, did those characters have names, and what are they? <laughs> you saw this movie yesterday. What are those characters' names for a thousand dollars? Anybody? <laughs> I just no. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. know if they had names. It was like a blink and you'll miss it. They dropped it once, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, there you go. I don't know. If there's really any more ex. Exploration that that I need to do. Um, so unless you guys have anything, and we can we can close close up shop. I don't know. It just I'm, I just feel like an old man shouting at a cloud at this point. Just, <laughs> it's just it's just like uh-huh. yeah. Just, there was yeah, a, there was a lot there was a lot of good ingredients, and they just they all just just a soup. It's a big. By soup. the way, John, they are Gentora, Quaz, and Zeb. Or Veb. Nope. <laughs> would not would not have a, for a million dollars. Would not have got that. <laughs> anywhere <laughs> no no definitely not definitely would not. not have even close to that <laughs> we didn't talk oh I, I, I you know what i'm not gonna do this because this this is gonna lead me down a path of just all the nonsense questioning all the nonsense i will real, just say real, this real and quick, I will real move, quick i will move on yeah uh the multiple possibilities interacting with each other makes no sense makes no sense whatsoever on any like you can't even build a, a bridge of you know a suspension bridge of disp- of belief like to how any of it works like it's it's nonsense that's before you even get to the guy uh, the version that's in his uh, Baskin Robbins outfit showing up how is that a possibility from when he entered there that, that would he mean would that there's a version of him that's still working at Baskin Robbins that found himself in the quantum realm. Wow. Why? Yeah, but, how, but no, I'm saying no, if it right. starts it, from when he enters there and then it just branches out possibilities, where did the uniform come from? Like, you know, you know. what, it, you know what it should have looked like when you do a, 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 a one player time trial in Mario Kart where you're racing against your own ghost. Yes. Oh, right? yeah. It should have been that where you see permutations of what he could be doing. And they're all this invisible ghost. They couldn't interact with each other because in, in any, in any one probability, there's only one of him. Right. If you look right. at all of them at once, it would fill the entire room. But they can't interact because you're not cloning Scott. You're just looking at other 
possibilities yeah, was, of Scott. It doesn't that make was any sense. All, that was all of the nonsense, all leading to the, like, they're rooting for him, the original one, when how do any of them know who the original one? Like, it's just, it's, it's, I didn't, I didn't want to go too far down this road. I just wanted to mention that scene as being absolutely No, ridiculous. you're completely right. Oh, it was 100% ridiculous. It looked, there was some cool imagery there, like the concept yeah. of, like, this wall of Scott Lang's. There were some it was, awful it, transitions in this movie, like, going from one like scene to another, like just so jarring. Like how did, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Evangeline Lily's character, uh, hope. How did she get in there? In the, uh, in the, like the little, uh, power engine thing that they were, they were in the, they were in the spaceship with the, with the gloves for controls with the goo gloves. Yeah, and then she and got out. And I think out. they tracked. They tracked. She just got in the same suit. way he did with know. with her suit. She just shrunk down and it kept was convenient. Down and she out showed up when she needed to. And yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, this this uh, this movie uh, oh. you, is as <laughs> good as good as the Usual Suspects is what we learned uh, during this. Uh, during this, uh, conversation. I have to watch this movie again now, <laughs> and I don't. Like Andrew, I don't mind it. I don't you mind could it. Be right. You, the, the weird, like weird thing is, you could be right. I don't know. I I just don't think the movie is clear about that. Like I don't I was, think it's I was just the movie about clearly say. says so that. I but. could be right. Who knows? Probably not. I rarely am. <laughs> but if I am right, then that means the movie did a terrible job of explaining that to the audience as a whole. I agree. Yes, I, I agree. That would be that would be fair. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. We uh, we need to ruin something for you. We'll see you then. <laughs> Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.